Here on NITV Radio, I'm Kerry Lee Harding. Really good to be with you on this very first day of June 2022. Hope you're having a deadly day, whatever you're doing out there. Now, this week at the Marta Hospital in Brisbane, they are committed to reconciliation and have released their reconciliation action plan. So I thought it was a good time to catch up with two very deadly people from up in Brisbane involved in the plan. Executive Director from Gillenbambara, David Williams, and first up, which you'll hear in just a moment, the Executive Director, Dr Peter Steer. Um, Dr Peter Steer, uh, Chief Executive, Marta. Now, it's an exciting time for Marta as you launch your Reconciliation Action Plan. How proud are you of this plan? Proud, but also a bit humble. It's just a start. I mean, we understand there is so much more to do. Um, I think the the symbolism of this is very much uh, uh, perhaps a a recognition of uh, a journey we're on uh, that we have been for many years, but perhaps a a recommitment to the future where we can guarantee not just culturally safe health services, uh, but health services for the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities that actually make a genuine difference to health outcomes and closing the gap. And so important, isn't it, to close the gap right across the nation? Absolutely. We're, we're too late uh, coming to this. Um, there's some exciting work happening right across Queensland now, a, a genuine and refreshed uh, commitment to this health equity, uh, really looking to make a, a genuine and substantive difference over the next nine years. Marta's excited to be part of that commitment. Are you able to share with us some of the details included in the Reconciliation Action Plan, please, Peter? We already have some um, extraordinary work going on in partnership, and I, I do want to emphasise that partnership. Uh, we've had a, a, a number of years now working in partnership with the local Aboriginal and Strait Islander Community Controlled Health Service here in Brisbane, along with IUI, the uh, Indigenous uh, Urban Indigenous uh, Institute for Health, and our own uh, Mata Mothers Obstetric Service. We're in partnership. We've offered a new culturally wraparound service for women and their babies. And over the last five years, we've improved significantly the outcomes for both mothers and babies and literally closed the gap. It's been an exciting program and I think an example of how partnership, uh, meeting unmet need, uh, can make a genuine difference. We've been quite excited also to be invited into partnership with uh, State Health and again, local Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander leadership and local community-controlled healthcare organisations during the pandemic where we've worked with and in partnership uh, to look at immunisations right across Queensland from Sherbrooke right up to the Cape. These are examples where I think difference can be made and outcomes improved by bringing talented partnerships together. And you just mentioned the community of Sherberg there. That's where my family is from, indeed. And it is so important, as you just mentioned there, to work with the local Aboriginal groups on the ground. Look, look it is. I mean, uh, there's. I mean, it's almost become uh, a truism now, and perhaps it's used a little too often and starting to lose its uh, impact. But this is this is so true, isn't it? Nothing about us without us. 
And I think uh, for us, it's naive to think that uh, without uh, partnership and, and also in terms of our own workforce, without engaging uh, more and more of the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander community be part of that workforce, we're not going to be able to listen actively and understand as well as we could and should. So this is the next step for us, um, and we're looking forward to that journey, understanding that it's not going to change overnight. Is there anything else you'd like to mention while I have you on the line today, Peter? Well, I guess the only thing is just to reflect on the artwork. Um, this artwork is uh, that we're actually celebrating and um, um, noting and... Uh, um, how would you say, launching today, has been a really interesting uh, pillar to this uh, conversation around reconciliation. And it's a wonderful interpretation by David Williams, uh, an Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander artist, that not only celebrates the martyr's 116-year history across the state and our traditions and heritage, but really does underpin uh, in, a, in a wonderfully dramatic language of art um, our commitment to um, this journey of reconciliation. It's a really wonderful piece of work and I think speaks uh, way beyond words uh, about our commitment going forward. Well, well done to yourself and the team at uh, MARTA for the Reconciliation Action Plan. May you have a very happy Reconciliation Week ahead. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Thank you so much. All the best to you. Thanks for joining us on NITV Radio. Pleasure. Take care. NITV Radio, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 1 pm or anytime online. So, my name is David Williams. I'm a proud Waka Waka man. I'm the executive director of Galimba. And tell us more about Galimba. So, we're an Indigenous creative agency started in 2008. Uh, we're situated in, uh, in West End in Brisbane. We work with a range of corporate government and non-profit organisations right across the country. Primarily as a, um, as a creative agency, we're a, we're a storytelling vessel to, to work with our clients to help you know, bring their stories to life in a way that is essentially communicated to a wider audience to help share, celebrate and educate, I guess, um, wider Australia about you know, the beauty and richness of, of, of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander culture. Now there's a really big project that is being unveiled. Can you tell us more about what's happening up there? The launch of the MARTA Reconciliation Action Plan. Uh, now we were engaged uh, in 2020, I'm going to say, uh, 2021, to, um, to effectively help bring the narrative and creative to life. So while the rap had been developed, uh, we came in to help shape that, uh, that rap into a visual you know, um, narrative uh, to communicate that through the entire um, organisation. Now, MARTA is a large organisation and, and, um, and uh, finding a way to, I guess, carry this message through in an effective way, in a culturally appropriate way, 
is just uh, one of the things that we've been really excited to do and um, we're really pleased with the end result. Sounds like a really big project. Uh, how do you go about doing such things and commissioning the artwork? How does that all work? Well, uh, we work through a four-stage creative process. So, um, first of all, we work with the, the RAP um, working group or the RAP steering committee and we have our uh, facilitator come in, uh, Crystal Kinsella, and uh, work with our, um, our wonderful team. And uh, we tease out, um, you know, the core values of Marta, who they are, what they're about, what they want to achieve with this rap. And, um, and then it's from there that we're able to extrapolate, you know, certain elements back and start forming what this story is. Um, so on the, um, on the third stage of that, that creative process, that's when we put pen to paper. So myself as the artist, um, I get to, you know, um, translate a lot of those words, a lot of those key messages in a way that's going to eventually become this artwork. So um, once we do that, we present it back to the client. And sometimes there's changes and we can, you know, tweak little bits in here. But um, um, as it's a, it's a, it's a big organisation with, um, with an amazing history, you know, it was a really good template um, and canvas, I guess, to, to start off, um, start from. And, you know, we're really, really stoked with the, uh, with the end result. Uh, what are they looking at? They're looking at a, um, uh, a big wash of uh, amazing colours from the, from the, from the, the updated, I guess, um, brand that Martyr went through, um, not too long ago. Um, and there's elements in there that really tie into various parts of the business. So what we've got is, um, um, we've got the, the various um, business streams of the organisation, so foundation, education and research, and then we carry it over to the values of the organisation um, that we tie into the RAP vision, um, uh, the history of the, the organisation, um, and then touching on other elements such as you know governance and commitment and embodiment. So um, it's, it's really... I guess having all of these different elements that people can see where they fit in this picture because it's that sense of ownership that will allow, um, I guess, this particular rap program or what this artwork represents um, to really, I, I guess, help take this, this, um, this rap program, you know, through its, its course on their reconciliation journey. How important do you think Marta's Reconciliation Action Plan is? Well, look, I think um, as, as the RAP program, you know, as a RAP toolkit, it's, it's, a, um, it's, a, it's a basically a structure that assists organisations to, um, to embark on their, their reconciliation journey. So while they've got their commitments, um, it's, um, it's really about, you know, um, staying true to those commitments and we just, I guess, help assist in, in, in help bringing that story to life. So people can really connect with what those commitments are and think about, okay, well, this is what my role is in the organisation. doesn't matter what their, their um, you know, job title is within the organisation. They can see where they fit because otherwise it's just something that comes from the top down and if people don't kind of get it, then it's really set up to fail. So really what we've done is to help part of that process to help people connect, you know, to what the wrap is all about. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a journey, um, like a lot of organisations are with their rap journey. And, um, and we look forward to seeing, you know, where MARTA takes us, you know, um, moving, moving forward. And there'll be a number of people there attending the opening. Tell us about that. Um, there's a number of um, traditional owner representatives um, from um, all the touch points of where MARTA operate. Um, 
within within Queensland and, and other areas. Um, so they'll be in attendance uh, today, as well as, of course, you know, um, the senior leadership team of MARTA and, and a variety of other employees and community representatives. So um, it's really humbling, you know, to be able to, I guess, connect with those representatives um, and, you know, hear their feedback and, and effectively endorsement from what, you know, the work that Galimba's done through this process because, you know, particularly from our traditional owner groups and community representatives, is that validation that allows us to keep going and doing what we do. And how proud of the work are you that you've done for Marta? Oh, look, it's, I'm going to say it's, I'm, it's pretty, I'm pretty over the moon with this. You know, we get to work on a variety of projects at different, you know, um, organisations right across the country. But this is quite special to me because um, uh, seven years ago, a little over seven years ago, I became uh, part of the Marta family, I guess, as my... Uh, as our eldest daughter was born, so it was it was really interesting because you, you know you kind of you're part of that journey. You know, I believe one in three children in Brisbane are, are a martyr baby, and um, so coming in and working on this project with the the knowledge of experiencing what it's like to go through. Uh, the MARTA system or MARTA hospital, um, it, it really gave me a first-hand knowledge to, you know, to help incorporate my experience into that artwork story and narrative. So to be there, you know, on launch day and, and see this come to life, it's, it's, it's really quite, yeah, I'm quite, quite proud of it. Well, well done to you, David Williams. Thanks so much for joining us on NITV Radio today. No worries. Thanks very much for having me. Join the conversation on radio, online and mobile. You're with NITV Radio. Caleb Marbo is the grandson of Eddie Koiki Marbo, and we caught up to Yarn about Marbo Day. And I first started off by asking Caleb to speak about his late grandfather and the incredible work he has done in the community. My grandfather was... Uh man by the name of um, Koiki Maba and he was a Torres Strait Islander man from the eastern Torres Straits from a, uh, a cluster of islands called the Murray Islands. Um, he resided on the, he was born and resided on the larger island um, called Mare and uh, he lived in Townsville uh, for a majority of his adult life. He was a, an activist, a, a principal, a man that saw deeper into the future than what was um, right at hand. And he, um, yeah, he he fought in the, um, what he's most known for is fighting in the um, High Court of Australia. Um, for the recognition of uh, the Merriam people um, as the traditional owners of uh, Mare, and in doing that, um, set the course for the overturning of Terra Nullius. And uh, that's where a lot of native title um, has come from. This 
This year marks 30 years since the Mabo case overturned the doctrine of terra nullius in the High Court of Australia, giving way to native title. So what does it feel like for Caleb being the 30th anniversary? For me, I, I feel proud um, of the decision, um, of the hard work that was done by my father and the fellow plaintiffs and the, um, not to forget the barristers and uh, all those people that helped him out. And I guess for me, it's, um, it's quite special. It, it's, it, but right now it kind of brings up the question, um, what have we got from it and where, where do we go next um, as Indigenous people of Australia? Um, what did the abolishment of terra nullius actually, actually mean and actually do for, for Indigenous Australia? I guess that's what, uh, what this, this, uh, this year has really um, reflected for me. It's like, okay, well, what's our next step? Where do we go from here as Indigenous people? Caleb is also working on a big project and planning to restore Eddie Koiki Mabo's traditional home and final resting place. Um, so I've started a project to, um, to just revamp and restore a bit of his um, where his gravesite is and um, and the land itself. So 2019, I went back with my mum and and kind of was a bit bit saddened by the state of where um, where things have gotten to in terms of the jungle taking over and disease just washing away the land. And I thought, yeah, well, it's time for the Mabo family to come back to life and um, rebuild those connections that uh, with our ancestors. And that's um, part of the project that I'm conducting at the moment to restore it. So what does the day Mabo Day actually mean to Caleb being the grandson? For me, it's a day of reflection. Um, in terms of what he actually achieved, the hard work that he did, um, and I guess for me, it's it's a day, it's a day for everybody, not just Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. It's a day for all of Australia to celebrate, um, and that is why I've um, also started to push for this day to become a uh, national public holiday, so that. Um, Indigenous people and non-Indigenous people can celebrate this day and recognise it for what it is. It's the day that white Australia um, recognised uh, Indigenous Australians as the First Nations people, the ones that were here first.
You're tuned in to NITV Radio with me, your host today. I'm Kerry Lee Harding, and thanks for your company on this Wednesday afternoon. Well, music artist and rapper Ryan Clapham, or Dobby, as he's also known, he can't be missed. He's actually everywhere at the moment. From the Vivid Festival, which is actually happening in Sydney, to Australian Fashion Week, and the Parmiger Light Festival, which happened a couple of months ago in Alice Springs. Walk Away is his powerful new single of fierce resistance. Rapper Dobby Rubber spoke to NITV's Maddie Mills. Yeah, I'm about to rattle up some cages, make some changes. You know, this track Walk Away has, has been something that's been, uh, you know, on my mind uh, for so long, uh, a sort of track that represents and, and resonates with my frustration and anger that kind of you know, comes to the surface and subsides, but it's always there. And I know that that, you know, is a is a very familiar feeling for so many mob, um, especially these days, you know. Um, that chorus there is everything. You expect me to walk away. You expect me to walk away. You tell you take away my you took away my culture and you tell me let it go. You took away my land and you tell me let it go. You expect me to walk away, I'll be damned if I go. And it's this, it's like, I wanted to really depict that staunch like resistance and and I'm not going anywhere and I'm gonna stand my ground and I'm going to be proud of who I am and I'm going to keep, you know, reflecting my identities and my culture because that's what I know to be true about the history of this country. So that's what that song is about, you know, walk away, I'm not going to walk away. Amazing. Your music is quite political, and some would say that it could act as a truthful history lesson of this country. Mm-hmm. What inspires you to write like this? I look at my music as an opportunity to shed light on truths, because I know that, especially for hip hop, you know, young kids, you know, they listen to this music and it 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 resonates with them, and there's so much um, capacity for change, and you know. Uh, cold action and policy and protesting and and it's part of that protest culture and that counter narrative culture so there's so much power in that and it's like I think of hip-hop and I think of power to the people and then when you bring in like my culture and my identity and the truths of this country like it's game over you know like that's that's what it is scene 10 a take one so your clip that you're filming has a number of cameos. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no worries. Such an honour. I'm so happy you're a part of it. Oh. Where did this idea come about to bring so many incredible First Nation creatives on board? I think it's becoming like a bit of a, you know, uh, a tradition for me. I've had a mob in all my previous videos and it just feels right. You know, to have community as part of it and representation, as we all know, matters so much. So, you know, I think of I Can't Breathe. No justice and no peace. They won't charge the police. People like Sarah Khan and Josh Sly and, and all of them mob in it. Back to like my second single, My Mind. My brother, my brother be working so hard all day. It's so important for me to see mob and representation in my videos and this was just that extension you know that next level i want i want lots of mob i want a big mob sort of energy and yeah so i'm i'm happy you know i'm so happy you're a part of it you're kicking goals left right and center mm. what is on the horizon for you 
Ah, uh, well, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm so happy that this track, you know, is out. Um, Walk Away is, is something I've been working on for a little while. Um, I've got another single coming out soon. Um, I'll keep that uh, under my hat for a little bit. Yeah, locked (laughs) away. No exclusives here. That's right. Um, And another thing that's coming up is uh, the premiere of um, my project, Warangu River Story. Uh, We, you know, have been touring this regionally up into Brewarren and northwest New South Wales with, you know, my team, Lucari Richardson, Kelsey Barker. Um, So... You know, this is the Sydney premiere for Vivid at the Art Gallery in New South Wales, um, June 12th. Uh, and, you know, that's that's what I'm I'm really, really looking forward to that because that's that culmination of, you know, hip hop and field recordings and knowledge and culture and language um, mixed in with a little bit of classical music. So, yeah. Well, Dobby, this is such an exciting time for you. Thank you so much for your time today. And we look forward to seeing what's to come. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. NITV Radio, on radio, online and mobile. True Deadly right here on NITV Radio. Hope you're having a deadly Wednesday, whatever you may be doing out there. Thanks for your company over this last hour. It's been great to be back on air with you. I'm Kerry Lee Harding. Nearly time for me to get on out of here, so I'm going to leave you with a song. This is Barker for my titters. Join the conversation on radio, online and mobile. You're with NITV Radio. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.